update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual fiscal update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 2, 2017, Iowa Energy Center Board Meeting. The Iowa Energy Center Board met on October 31, 2017 and discussed the transfer of the management of the Iowa Energy Center from Iowa State University, ISU, to the Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, as required by the 2017 enactment of Senate File 513, Economic Development Appropriations Act. The IEDA and ISU have had bi-weekly calls and in-person meetings since May of 2017, and the transfer took effective October 1, 2017. The authorization for the Iowa Energy Center and the responsibility of the IEDA to administer the Iowa Energy Center sunsets July 1, 2022. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency, at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 6, 2017. Adoption Subsidy Projections Workgroup Meeting, October 2017. Projections Workgroup. Staff members from the Department of Management, DOM, the Department of Human Services, DHS, and the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency, LSA, met on October 26, 2017, to discuss the adoption subsidy program caseload growth and expenditures for fiscal year 2018 and fiscal year 2019. The projections work group is established in Iowa Code Section 234.47 to discuss expenditures and agree on a consensus estimate for the current and upcoming fiscal years. Funding recap. The fiscal year 2018 Health and Human Services Appropriation Act included a general fund appropriation of $40.8 million dollars for the adoption subsidy program, a decrease of $1.9 million compared to actual fiscal year 2017. Additionally, the DHS carried forward $622,000 in unspent funds from fiscal year 2017 into fiscal year 2018 for adoption savings expenditure requirements. Adoption savings. Since federal fiscal year FFY 2010, the federal Title IV-E Adoption Assistance Program has provided expanded eligibility provisions for any child who meets the criteria for an, quote, applicable child, as defined in Section 473E of the Federal Social Security Act. Use of the expanded child eligibility provisions tends to result in more children being determined as Title IV-E eligible since the expanded provisions delink eligibility for the Title IV-E Adoption Assistance Program from the requirements for Aid to Families with Dependent Children, AFDC, among other changes. The Federal Social Security Act requires states 
to spend an amount equal to any savings they achieve as a result of applying the differing program eligibility criteria to applicable children for other child welfare service activities permitted under Titles 4-B or 4-E of the Act. These funds are referred to as, quote, adoption savings. House File 653, Fiscal Year 2017 Health and Human Services Appropriations Act, allows the DHS to transfer funds, specifically those funds from federal Title 4-E savings, to the Child and Family Services General Fund Appropriations for post-adoption and child welfare services. Additionally, the appropriation contains $125,000 in anticipation of the adoption savings expenditure requirement. This funding and the carry forward from fiscal year 2017 is anticipated to satisfy the current need. The DHS plans to reinvest 70% of adoption subsidy program savings attributable to the federal delinking requirement in the Treatment Outcome Package, or TOP, tool. The TOP tool is a web-based survey completed by children, birth parents, and adoptive slash foster parents, clinicians, teachers, and caseworkers to gather information on various dimensions of child welfare and well-being. The remaining 30% of the savings will be spent on adoption-related services and a limited subsidized guardianship program for youth ages 16 and older scheduled to begin in fiscal year 2019. Early estimated costs from the DHS for the subsidized guardianship program are $133,000 in the first year and $400,000 in the second year of implementation. Costs are projected to plateau as children enter and exit the program annually. Projections. The DHS reported that the federal Title IV-E eligibility applications across all age groups should be fully phased in by September of fiscal year 2018. Additionally, a more favorable Federal Medical Assistance Percentage, FMAP, rate in fiscal year 2019 will decrease the state share for the adoption subsidy program. These factors led to the following estimates. Fiscal year 2018, an estimated surplus of $22,000 after the allocation for adoption savings, factoring in funds carried forward from fiscal year 2017 for this purpose, and fiscal year 2019, an estimated surplus of $298,000 based on a status quo appropriation and the current estimate for the adoptions savings expenditure requirement. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kenneth Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 8, 2017. Medical Cannabidiol Advisory Board, October 2017. The Medical Cannabidiol Advisory Board met on October 27, 2017 in Ankeny. The Advisory Board received an update from the Department of Public Health, DPH, that the last Advisory Board member had been appointed and that the State Board of Health had approved the manufacturing and dispensing rules and Advisory Board duties that had been approved at the last Advisory Board meeting. The DPH also said that the request for proposals, RFP, for manufacturers had been posted and that the Department initially received nine letters of intent for application, although one entity had since withdrawn its application. Applications for the RFP were due on October 3rd, 2017. In the end, the DPH received one application. 
the DPH will be utilizing seven reviewers, one person from the DPH, one person from the Iowa Economic Development Authority, one person with pharmacy expertise, one person with lab expertise, one person with agricultural expertise, and two people from other states that regulate cannabidiol programs. The DPH reported back on track to meet the licensing deadline of December 1, 2017, established in the Medical Cannabidiol Act. The rest of the meeting was spent on a discussion of form and quantity of medical cannabidiol. Laws and limits from other states were examined. An early review of literature on the medical uses of cannabidiol was presented. The board also discussed some aspects of law changes the board might address in the upcoming report due in December. The next meeting is scheduled for December 1, 2017 in Ankeny. Additional information can be found on the Medical Cannabidiol Advisory Board's webpage. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 8, 2017. Audit Report, Judicial District Departments of Correctional Services. The State Auditor's Office released a combined report on the eight Judicial District Departments of Correctional Services District Departments for the year ended June 30, 2016. The auditor produced findings and provided recommendations for the 2nd, 6th, and 8th district departments. All responses provided by the district departments were accepted by the auditor. 2nd Judicial District Department. The auditor made the following findings related to internal control. Bank reconciliations. The audit found the bank reconciliations were not performed monthly for the client assistance accounts. The auditor recommended that the reconciliation of the book and bank balances be prepared for all accounts and reviewed by an independent person who should document the review by signing or initialing and dating the reconciliations. The district department responded that it will ensure reconciliation processes are performed and completed for all bank and investment accounts for all months and these will be prepared and reviewed by independent members of the department's accounting staff. Receipt review. The audit found that for 15 of 25 receipts tested, the individual who signed as receiving initiating the cash receipt also signed as the reviewer. The auditor recommended someone independent of receiving and initiating cash receipts should review and initial the cash receipts. The district department responded that it will strive to ensure that independent members within the department's accounting staff review receipts and sign receipts. Sixth Judicial District Department. The auditor made the following findings related to internal control. Segregation of duties. The auditor recommended that the district department review its operating procedures to obtain the maximum internal control and utilize current personnel to provide additional control through the review of financial transactions, reconciliations, and reports. Vacation accrual. The audit found the maximum vacation accrual for several management employees was not properly calculated in accordance with Iowa Code Section 70A.1. The auditor recommends the district department employees accrued vacation should not exceed the maximum vacation accruals. The district department responded it will be modifying the vacation cap 
by the end of fiscal year 2017. And financial reporting, the generally accepted accounting principles GAAP package is required to be submitted to the Iowa Department of Administrative Services State Accounting Enterprise DAS-SAE by the first week of September each year. The audit found general fund expenditures were overstated by $25,360 due to an error in recording prepaid expenses. The district department stated it will review the GAAP package and record prepaid expenses accurately. 8th Judicial District Department. The auditor made the following findings related to internal control, segregation of duties, Fairfield Administrative Office. The audit found that the administrative officer accounts for receipts and performs the bank reconciliation and the district director initials the bank reconciliation. Both the administrative officer and the administrative assistant have access to all the employee's timesheets and are able to prepare and approve any employee's timesheet. The auditor recommends someone independent of the receipt process should compare receipts to the cash and checks collected compare the receipts to a validated deposit slip, and initial to indicate review. Also, the payroll journal should be independently reviewed and approved. The district department responded that an account tech has been hired to assist in segregating duties. And youthful offender program. The audit found the youthful offender program disbanded in 2009 has a bank balance of $2,976 that is maintained in a separate bank account but is not included in the district department's financial statements. The auditor recommends the district department include the account in its financial statements and determine appropriate uses of the remaining cash. The district department responded that the bank account will now be reported on its financial statement. The audit report is available on the Auditor of State's website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 8, 2017. Audit Report, Iowa Department of Corrections Institutions. The State Auditor's Office released a combined report on the institutions under the control of the Iowa Department of Corrections for the year ended June 30, 2016. The auditor produced findings and provided recommendations for the Iowa State Penitentiary, Mount Pleasant Correctional Facility, Clorinda Correctional Facility, and Fort Dodge Correctional Facility. All responses provided by the institutions were accepted by the auditor. Iowa State Penitentiary. The auditor made the following findings related to internal control and statutory requirements. Payroll. The audit found that one individual has the ability to initiate and approve P-1 documents for payroll actions, such as adding new employees and recording pay raises. The auditor recommends that the penitentiary develop and implement procedures to segregate the duties of the human resources associates from the duties of payroll. The penitentiary responded that it will review current policies and discuss the implementation of new segregation of duties with management. Unclaimed property. The audit found the penitentiary did not remit obligations outstanding for more than three years to the Office of the Treasurer of State as required by Iowa Code Section 556.11. The auditor recommends the outstanding checks be reviewed annually and items over three years old should be remitted to the Office of the Treasurer of State as required. The penitentiary responded that it will review the outstanding check register to ensure checks are sent to the Treasurer of State. Mount Pleasant Correctional Facility. The auditor made the following findings related to internal control and statutory requirements. Capital Assets. 
Iowa Code Section 7A.30 requires each department of the state to maintain a written, detailed, and up-to-date inventory of property under its charge, control, and management. The audit found the approval for all deletions was completed at the end of the fiscal year, not at the time the asset was disposed of. In addition, one of the assets reported on the Generally Accepted Accounting Principles GAAP package was for an item disposed of in a prior year and capital assets reported at year end on the GAAP package did not agree with the capital assets listing maintained by the department on June 30, 2016. The facility responded that it has clarified the policy regarding proper communication on the disposal of property with business office staff and all department heads to ensure the business manager is notified at the time of disposal and not at the time of physical inventory. Targeted Small Business Procurement Goals The audit found the targeted small business TSB procurement goal for the facility for fiscal year 2016 was not set at a level greater than fiscal year 2015 actual TSB spending as required by Iowa Code Section 73.16. The auditor recommends the facility establish a goal that exceeds the 2015 actual TSB spending as required or seek legislation to change this statutory requirement. The facility responded that the business manager has set a goal at a level exceeding the procurement level from certified TSBs during the 2016 fiscal year with the exception of quarterly reporting to the Iowa Economic Development Authority. Clorinda Correctional Facility. The auditor made the following findings related to internal control and statutory requirements. Segregation of duties. The audit found that mail is not opened and distributed by someone other than accounting personnel. A list of receipts is not prepared by the mail opener. Responsibilities for receipt collection, deposit preparation, and reconciliation functions are not segregated from the duties of recording and accounting for receipts. Also, three individuals have the ability to approve a P-1 document at both the personnel assistance and department levels, as well as the ability to approve timesheets at both employee and supervisor level. The auditor recommends the facility review its control procedures to obtain maximum internal control possible under the circumstances utilizing currently available personnel. The facility responded that the business office staff will develop a procedure for the segregation of duties as it relates to opening the mail with checks. Capital assets. The audit found there are no procedures for the periodic testing of capital assets by an individual having no responsibility for the assets, and there are no procedures in place to ensure capital asset tags are properly affixed on the assets. The auditor recommends the facility establish written procedures to ensure a detailed, up-to-date capital asset listing is maintained. The facility responded that it now has a written procedure for testing all capital assets and that the procedure started on July 1, 2016. GAAP package accumulated depreciation. The audit found the facility overstated the amount of depreciation in the fiscal year 2016 GAAP package by $39,743 due to the facility inadvertently including the depreciation for various land and building capital assets previously belonging to the Clorinda Mental Health Institute, which closed June 30, 2015. The facility responded it will ensure this is fixed for the GAAP package for fiscal year 2017, as well as ensuring that all figures are accurate. Timely deposits. 
The audit found that a total of 24 receipts out of 30 tested were not deposited in a timely manner. The auditor recommends the facility should deposit 90% of all fees collected with the Office of the Treasurer of State within 10 business days following collection. Receipts should be recorded on the date of the actual receipt and not when the deposit is prepared. The facility responded that it has started recording the receipt of each check as the check is received. Fort Dodge Correctional Facility. The auditor made the following finding related to statutory requirements. Personal service contracts. The audit found that one renewed personal service contract did not include a pre-contract questionnaire, PCQ, or a termination clause. The auditor recommends the facility ensure all required questionnaires and clauses are included in the personal service contracts used by the facility and further ensure the personal service contracts are in compliance with Iowa Administrative Code 11.118 and Department of Administrative Services Procedure 240.102. The facility replied that the identified contract expires on April 30, 2018 and that the facility will ensure any replacement contract follows necessary criteria. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 9, 2017. Preliminary Fiscal Year 2019 School Aid Estimates. Initial fiscal year 2019 school aid estimates are now available. These estimates are preliminary and will be updated in December 2017 based on finalized enrollment. Based on the current estimated factors as agreed upon by the Department of Education, the Department of Management, and the Legislative Services Agency, LSA, the estimated general fund appropriation for fiscal year 2019 state school aid is $3,184.2 million, a $4.6 million increase over estimated fiscal year 2018. This estimate is based on a 0% state supplemental aid SSA rate. If the legislature does not enact an SSA rate during the 2018 session, the default is 0%, maintaining the state cost per pupil at $6,664 per student. The property tax implication for this level of funding is $1,533 million. General fund estimates for fiscal year 2019 for other SSA rates are as follows. 1%, $3,223.3 million, $43.7 million increase. 2%, $3,262.6 million, or $83 million increase. 3%, $3,302.7 million, or $123.1 million increase. And 4%, $3,343 million, or $163.4 million increase. More information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 9, 2017, Child Care Projections Workgroup. Projections Workgroup, staff from the Department of Management, DOM, the Department of Human Services, DHS, and the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency, LSA, met on September 28, 2017 to discuss the Child Care Assistance, CCA, program 
estimated fiscal year 2018 and fiscal year 2019 expenditures. The projections work group is estimated in Iowa Code Section 234.47 to discuss revenues and expenditures and agree on an estimate for the current and upcoming fiscal years. The Child Care Assistance Program provides subsidized child care for low-income families with working parents, parents gaining work skills, parents going to school, and parents unable to care for children for a limited time due to physical or mental illness. Fiscal year 2018. The estimated fiscal year 2018 general fund appropriation is an increase of $7.6 million compared to actual fiscal year 2017. The consensus agreement for fiscal year 2018 is an estimated need of $7.2 million. The number of CCA subsidy children and children eligible through the protective services component continues to increase. Additionally, the CCA Plus program, which is an exit eligibility component for families previously enrolled in the general CCA program that are now above the current eligibility threshold but below 85% of the state median income continues to see growth in increased expenditures as this component is fully phased in. Last year, the DHS implemented the 12-month eligibility for cases up for renewal and new children entering the program. The longer time frame of eligibility led to a period of slower growth for CCA+. Fiscal year 2019, the consensus estimated need for fiscal year 2019 is $13.2 million. This amount is based on the current general fund and temporary assistance for needy families appropriations for fiscal year 2018. The observed caseload growth and cost per child trends in the early months of fiscal year 2018 are projected to extend into fiscal year 2019. Final federal regulations require states to base exit eligibility on reaching a certain income limit established by the state. Effective October 1, 2018, states cannot use a time limit to determine the duration of their exit eligibility programs. The DHS is in the process of assessing future policy changes for fiscal year 2019 to comply with the final federal regulations, including the fiscal impact of these changes and possible waiver applications. This process may involve negotiating exit eligibility criteria that is acceptable to the Federal Office of Child Care. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. To see the table that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Child Care Projections Workgroup. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 9, 2017. Board of Corrections Meeting, November 2017. The Board of Corrections met on November 3, 2017 at the Iowa Department of Corrections, DOC, Central Office in Des Moines. Department Budget, Department of Corrections Financial Manager Steve Dick reported on several budget items. The DOC has submitted its fiscal year 2019 Department Budget request to the Department of Management. The request includes a $1 million increase for pharmaceutical costs provided through the Iowa Medical and Classification Center at the Oakdale facility. 81% of the budget for the institutions and the central office is expended on personnel. 
There are currently 195 vacancies in the institutions, most of which are for correctional officers. The community-based corrections currently has 33.1 full-time equivalent FTE positions vacant. The DOC estimates there will be some cost savings for the department due to the changes in health insurance changes to the overtime calculation and the decrease in the merit increase from 4.5% to 3.7%. The DOC recently issued a request for proposal RFP through the Department of Administrative Services for new accounting software for several districts. The software in those districts will soon be obsolete and a software upgrade is necessary. And two audit reports on the Judicial District Departments of Correctional Services and the DOC institutions were recently released by the State Auditor's Office. The DOC will implement any recommendations as needed. Policy approvals. The Board approved the following policy proposals. CBC-05 Opioid Overdose or Exposure Recognition and Response. This policy allows for the provision of Narcan, an opioid overdose medication, to inmates and officers who may come into contact with fentanyl, as well as training on how to use the medication. Approval of the policy formalizes already existing law as policy of the department. An OP-SOP-11 special sentence slash lifetime supervision discharge. This policy relates to the sex offender management program and practices for special sentences slash lifetime supervision discharges. The related practice is already in the Iowa Code and the purpose of the new policy is to formalize the existing practice. 2018 board meeting schedule. The board discussed the proposed board meeting schedule for 2018. The board discussed the possibility of having two more meetings at facilities around the state. The board decided to delay approval of the full schedule and approved the January and February meetings at the central office in Des Moines. The next board meeting is scheduled at 9 o'clock a.m. on January 5, 2018 at the DOC Central Office in Des Moines. For additional information, see the DOC website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 13, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Cultural Affairs. On November 13, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Cultural Affairs. The department gave updates on the department's outreach activities over the past year. The department submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $5.8 million. There is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. The request includes the following items. Administration Division, $169,000. Community Cultural Grants, $172,000. Historical Division, $3 million. Historic Sites, $426,000. Arts Division, $1.2 million. Great Places, $150,000. Records Center Rent, $227,000. County Endowment Funding, $417,000 and Cultural Trust Grants, $25,000. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 13, 2017. Board of Educational Examiners Meeting, November 2017. 
The Board of Educational Examiners, BOEE, met on November 3, 2017 in Des Moines. Following a closed session, the board took action on 25 professional practices cases. In 15 of those cases, the board extended the 180-day deadline for a final decision to allow more time to complete investigations and or conduct hearings and review proposed decisions. Executive Director's Report Executive Director Ann Lebo spoke briefly about plans in Wisconsin to create a permanent license for certain categories of educators. She also briefly discussed some improvements being made to the agency's licensing system. Dr. Lebo noted that the agency is in the process of filling a position for a licensing system support person. The position is classified as a clerk specialist. The agency will also be filling the position of receptionist. Dr. Lebo noted that there are sufficient funds for both positions. Later in the meeting, Dr. Lebo noted that the Office of the Chief Information Officer, OCIO, is helping the BOEE improve its website and hopes to complete that work by January. The agency is continuing its efforts in regard to ethics training and to working with Future Ready Iowa. NASDTEC Professional Practices Institute Dr. Lebo reported on several presentations she found worthwhile at the National Association of State Directors of Teacher Education and Certifications, NASDTEC Professional Practices Institute in Phoenix, Arizona. She noted that board member Sarah Yedlick and Darcy Hathaway, attorney and investigator for the BOEE, also attended. Dr. Lebo spoke at length about ideas presented for reducing the opportunity for educators to sexually abuse students, identifying potential offenders, and improving reporting. She provided a link to resources from the conference and discussed several model policies, one of which would require any school staff member who sees a colleague with a student outside of the school and school hours to report the occurrence to the principal or another specified individual. Board members discussed how often they hear teachers say they noticed something but didn't report it because they were not sure and did not want to hurt a colleague's career. Several board members expressed interest in the policy, saying it would relieve school staff of the burden to decide whether to report something. Dr. Lebo noted other recommended policies that prohibit teachers from contact with students via social media, sharing personal cell phone numbers with students, and providing transportation in the teacher's personal vehicle. She also noted the concerns regarding teachers touching students and how to clearly define inappropriate touch, and she cited a suggestion policy that prohibits teachers from touching students, quote, without an educational or health reason, end quote. Legislative priority. Dr. Lebo noted that the one legislative priority BOEE will have for the 2018 legislative session is to remove exact expiration dates from teaching licenses. Instead, teachers would have some flexibility in completing the renewal process within the school year in which the license expires. Alice, Deanne Cook, Executive Director, United Ways of Iowa, presented highlights from the ALICE Study of Financial Hardship Report for Iowa. The acronym ALICE stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employee. The report looks at statistics regarding Iowans who have income above the federal poverty level but cannot fund a basic needs budget 
as determined for their county of residence. Executive Director Cook noted that at the time of the report, 12% of Iowans fell below the federal poverty level and another 19% fell into the ALICE definition. This means that the ALICE threshold for Iowa is 31%, the lowest among the 13 states that participate in the ALICE project. She cited low-wage jobs, wages that do not keep pace with the cost of living, and lack of affordable housing near available jobs as problems in Iowa and said that Iowa has the highest percentage of workers who leave their county or residence for employment. Executive Director Cook recommended that board members try the Alice Simulator, a website that steps through the choices that must be made by Alice households. Administrative Rules The board approved the notice of two proposed administrative rules changes, both resulting from statutory changes enacted in the 2017 legislative session. IAC 282.13 addresses the mentoring requirement for a standard license and requirements for a computer science endorsement. IAC 282.13, clarifies and provides technical changes, broadens the language for a substitute teaching authorization to allow for a, quote, bachelor's degree or higher, end quote. Waiver. The board approved a substitute teacher authorization waiver for an individual who holds a doctor of pharmacy degree but no qualifying bachelor's degree. Executive director's salary. The board approved a salary increase for Dr. Lebo to $128,898, the maximum allowed for her position, representing a 3.1% increase. The next meeting of the Board of Educational Examiners is a telephonic meeting on December 6, 2017. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 13, 2017. Audit Report, Judicial Branch, County Clerks of District Courts. Audit Report Released, the State Auditor's Office released a report on the County clerks of district courts of the judicial branch for the year ended June 30th, 2016. Findings. The audit made the following findings related to internal control. Segregation of duties. The audit found that several procedures and compensating controls have not been implemented in certain county clerk of district court offices, including segregation of responsibilities for incoming mail, receipt collection, preparation of bank reconciliation and check signing. Manual receipts. The audit found several items relating to manual receipts in certain county clerk of district court offices that did not follow the procedures for issuing and processing manual receipts. JRN receipt slash batch summary. The audit found that several procedures and compensating controls have not been implemented in certain county clerk of district court offices, including the review of JRN receipts slash batch summary reports by an independent person reviewing the report in a timely manner and ensuring sufficient review by the reviewer. Case delete program. The audit found several procedures and compensating controls for the case delete program within the Iowa Court Information System, ICIS, that have not been implemented in certain county clerk of district court offices, including written requests to delete cases, as well as independent and timely review of case deletion history reports. Disaster Recovery Plan. The audit found that a number of clerks have not annually tested or documented testing of the Disaster Recovery Plan. Case File Information Change. 
changes. The audit found several procedures and compensating controls that have not been implemented in certain county clerk of district court offices for the zeroed transactions in production report, including written evidence of independent review, timely review of reports, and sufficient review of reports. Reversed receipts report. The audit found in certain county clerk of district court offices that the reversed receipts report was not reviewed monthly, performed in a timely manner, or dated. In addition, the audit found in some cases that the report was reviewed but not performed by an independent person or that the report was not considered sufficient. Community service. The audit found that several procedures relating to the use of community service as a means to satisfy payment of a fine have not been implemented in certain county clerk of district courts offices, including sufficient evidentiary support of the community service. Cash bond receipts. The audit found that controls at certain county clerk of district court offices are not adequate to ensure that cash bonds reviewed from law enforcement personnel are entered into the ICIS. Jury and witness disbursements. The audit noted two items related to jury disbursements for certain county clerk of district court offices. Supporting documentation for certain jury and witness fee disbursements was not maintained and or appropriately calculated, and for certain jury and witness disbursements, the payment was not made in a timely manner. Over-the-counter receipts. The audit found in certain county clerk of district court offices that a pre-numbered receipt was not issued for cash payments received over-the-counter. Iowa Court Information System. A review of certain financial information recorded by the County Clerk of District Courts in the ICIS and of the controls over the ICIS was performed and the following was noted. Relational Database. The Judicial Information Technology Department has established procedures to document when a database administrator accesses a database, but the department is unable to track or monitor changes directly to the database tables. And multiple sessions. Users are able to open multiple sessions in the ICIS at the same time. When multiple sessions are open, information from one session can, quote, bleed into other open sessions. The audit made the following findings related to statutory requirements and other matters. Monthly reports. The monthly reports to the state, county, or city clerk were not always completed by the 15th of each month, and in some cases the copies of the monthly reports were not retained by the county clerk of district court's office, or the reports were run with incorrect amounts and dates. Unclaimed property. The state court administrator's office or certain county clerks or district courts did not remit all non-trust or trust obligations to the office of the treasurer of state annually. Community service wage rate. Instances where the community service credits were calculated using incorrect rates were noted. In some cases, the judge ordered a number of higher or lower than the federal minimum wage to be used in the calculation. And electronic check retention. Iowa Code Section 554D.114 allows each county clerk of district court to retain canceled checks in an electronic format and requires the inclusion of an image of both the front and back of each canceled check. For two county clerk of district court offices, 
an image of the back of each canceled check was not obtained. Recommendations and responses. The auditor made recommendations on compliance for all of the items outlined. The judicial branch submitted responses for improvement, all of which were either accepted or acknowledged by the auditor. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 14, 2017. State Appeal Board Meeting, November 2017. The State Appeal Board met on November 6, 2017 in Des Moines. The board took the following actions. Approved $4,307 in general claims as filed under Iowa Code Chapter 25. A settlement agreement restored the increased eligibility date for several employees of the Department of Public Safety and granted those employees back pay to the restored eligible date. Claims for fiscal year 2017 have been reimbursed, but claims are still owed for fiscal year 2016 and approved $16,507 and denied $54.6 million in tort claims as filed under Iowa Code Chapter 669. The next regular meeting of the State Appeal Board will be held on Monday, December 4, 2017 in Des Moines. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 14, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, College Student Aid Commission. Executive Director Karen Mischak and Commission Chairperson Janet Adams presented the College Student Aid Commission's budget request for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. Commissioner's Request. Chairperson Adams noted that the Commission members are asking the Governor to consider three variations from the agency's official budget request. An increase of $454,000 for the All-Iowa Opportunity Scholarship Program. The agency's request for this budget unit is no change from estimated fiscal year 2018. An increase of $2,600 for general administration. The agency's request is no change from estimated fiscal year 2018. And reinstatement of the statutory standing appropriation of $1.3 million for the Iowa College Work Study Program. The agency's request does not include funding for this program. The program was last funded in fiscal year 2009 at $980,000. Executive Director's Salary. Chairperson Adams also noted that the commission members are concerned that the executive director's salary is not adequate. She is setting up a meeting with the Department of Management and members of the governor's staff to discuss the issue. Following the presentation, Governor Kim Reynolds spoke of the importance of the commission programs and the need to improve Iowa's workforce. The governor asked which programs are aimed at students training for high-demand jobs. Executive Director Misjack noted that the Skilled Workforce Shortage Tuition Grant and the Vocational Technical Tuition Grant fit that description. Linda Fandel, Special Assistant for Education to the Governor, clarified that the Vocational Technical Tuition Grant is not restricted to high-demand jobs but covers students attending community colleges where job training is a major focus. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. 
Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, November 14, 2017, Audit Report, Clorinda Community School District. The Auditor of State published an audit report on the special investigation of bank accounts related to student activities held separately from Clorinda Community School District for activities occurring within the district. The audit procedure found 10 bank accounts housed outside the umbrella of the school district. Six were unauthorized. The auditor identified $48,541.78 improperly deposited into these accounts and $57,594.89 in disbursements from the accounts, $20,998.49 of which was either improper or unsupported. Findings and recommendations. The audit report contained six primary findings and related recommendations. Separately maintained bank accounts. There were six bank accounts which were not included in the district's financial statements but were comprised of district funds. The auditor recommended that the district create procedures in which the school board reviews and approves all bank accounts prior to their establishment. Unauthorized fundraisers. The auditor found evidence of fundraisers that had not received prior approval by the athletic director as required by district procedures. The auditor recommended that the district ensure that all fundraisers are properly approved and that all activity sponsors are aware of the policy. Disbursements. The auditor found that disbursements were not always supported by invoices or other documentation and not always approved by the club or the district and some disbursements were made using a debit card or cash withdrawal. The auditor recommended that all disbursements receive approval and that all disbursements be made via check. Receipts. The auditor found that receipts were not consistently issued for collections and that other supporting documentation was not maintained or was incomplete. The auditor recommended that the district ensure sufficient supporting documentation is maintained and that an independent person reconcile the amount deposited into accounts. Endorsement of checks. The district should ensure that all checks issued to the district and endorsed by the district are correctly deposited and non-district bank accounts. The auditor recommends that district employees should not be involved in the administration of non-district bank accounts in order to maintain a clear distinction between district activities and non-district activities. Other information, the Department of Education recently updated its quote, frequently asked questions, FAQs, regarding student activity funds, end quote, page to reflect that generally individuals should not establish separate checking accounts for activity fund deposits. If it is necessary for an activity fund to have an individual checking account, this account should be set up through the school district's business manager. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 9, 2017. Department Requests, Administration and Regulation Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2019 Department Requests. Departments are requesting a total of $48.2 million from the General Fund, an increase of $631,887 compared to estimated fiscal year 2018 as presented in the table that accompanies this article. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 8.35a, the Department of Management has until November 15th to adjust any final budget records or department requests. 
This document will be updated if changes are received after publication. Department of Administrative Services. The Department of Administrative Services is requesting an increase of $715,742 in its general fund appropriation for fiscal year 2019 for a total appropriation of $7.2 million. This increase is intended to cover the rising electrical, gas, and water utility costs for the Capitol Complex, Terrace Hill, and the laboratory buildings in Ankeny. Ethics and Campaign Disclosure Board. The Ethics and Campaign Disclosure Board is requesting a $50,000 increase in the board's general fund appropriation for fiscal year 2019 for a total appropriation of $597,501. This increase is intended to maintain the current staffing level and cover existing operational needs. Governor-Lieutenant Governor's Office The Governor-Lieutenant Governor's Office is requesting a decrease of $150,000 in its general fund appropriation for fiscal year 2019 for a total appropriation of $2.2 million. This decrease reflects funding that is no longer needed in fiscal year 2019. Iowa Public Information Board. The Public Information Board is requesting an increase of $16,145 in its general fund appropriation for fiscal year 2019 for a total appropriation of $339,343. This increase is for salary and benefits of the Attorney 2 position that the Board is seeking to fill. The individual in this position will provide in-house legal counsel to the board. Department of Commerce. The Department of Commerce is requesting a net reduction of $145,000 in the Commerce Revolving Fund appropriation due to the following changes. An increase of $255,000 for the first phase of a complete system upgrade for the credit union division. The project is estimated to take up to three years to complete and project costs for subsequent years have not been determined. An increase of $80,000 for the salary and benefits for one new full-time employee at the field examiner classification at the credit union division. And a decrease of $480,000 for the utilities division due to a one-time request for fiscal year 2018. Additional notes. Additional information can be found on the LSA website. Appropriation tracking, department web pages, budget unit briefs. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561 and Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. To see the tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Department Requests Administration and Regulation Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 15, 2017, Iowa Workforce Development Board Meeting. Iowa Workforce Development Board, the 2017 enactment of House File 572, Iowa Workforce Development Board Membership and Eligibility Act, changed the membership requirements and duties of the Iowa Workforce Development Board. The board was expanded by 21 members, including voting and non-voting members. Governor Kim Reynolds announced the appointment of members to the board on November 9, 2017. The board will hold a meeting on November 20, 2017, 
at the Greater Des Moines Botanical Garden, DuPont, West Room, at 3 p.m. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 16, 2017. Executive Council Meeting, November 6, 2017. The Executive Council met on Monday, November 6, 2017. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. The Council unanimously approved a request by the Department of Natural Resources to enter into a five-year lease between the Department and Tallgrass Apartments, LLC, of Sioux Center. The lease will expire on December 31, 2021 and requires an annual fee of $300. The Department of Justice Attorney General's Office requested the Council approve retention of outside counsel pursuant to Iowa Code Section 13.3, Subsection 1 for the Workers' Compensation Case Kareem A. Duckett v. Mount Pleasant Correctional Facility, State of Iowa, and Second Injury Fund of Iowa. The Council unanimously agreed to hire Patterson Law Firm, LLP, of Des Moines at a rate of $120 per hour. A total of approximately $90,000 was unanimously approved for payment of various requested emergency allocations. This includes a payment of approximately $27,000 requested by the Department of Corrections to cover repair costs for damage sustained at the Fort Dodge Correctional Facility as a result of recent inclement weather. And the Council also unanimously approved payment of various cost items totaling approximately $125,500. This includes a payment of approximately $42,600 to the Iowa Communications Network to repair cable damaged at multiple locations in Winnesheek and Alamakee counties due to flooding, and a payment of approximately $37,300 from the Tobacco Settlement Authority Fund. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 17, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Treasurer of State. On November 13, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Office of the Treasurer of the State of Iowa. Treasurer Michael J. Fitzgerald presented the Office's fiscal year 2019 budget request at a status quo funding level of approximately $1 million from the general fund and approximately $93,000 from the road use tax fund. Additionally, Treasurer Fitzgerald provided updates on the office's programs and initiatives over the last year, including the Great Iowa Treasure Hunt Program grossed over $39 million in total collected funds in fiscal year 2017. Approximately $21 million of this total was reverted to the general fund. The program allows Iowans to claim lost or abandoned financial assets such as checking and savings accounts, securities, life insurance payouts, and safe deposit boxes. When such property is in the custody of the state, an individual can contact the treasurer's office to establish ownership. The College Savings Iowa program, which was established in 1998, has over 240,000 members and approximately $5 billion in assets as 
of the end of fiscal year 2017. The program is a 529 plan that allows individuals or families to pay for costs associated with higher education through monthly investment. The program has also experienced seven price point reductions in the last 10 years. And the IABLE program, which was established in fiscal year 2017, maintains a current investment level of approximately $200,000. The program is modeled after the College Savings Iowa program and establishes tax-free savings accounts for Iowans with disabilities up to age 26. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 20th, 2017, Watershed Improvement Review Board Meeting. Teleconference, the Watershed Improvement Review Board, WIRB, held a teleconference on November 15th, 2017. The meeting was called to order by Chairperson Jane Weber. Treasurer Report, as of October 31st, 2017, there was a balance of $1.8 million in the WIRB account funded by the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, of which $1 million is estimated to be unobligated. In the account funded by the General Fund, there is a balance of $613,000, of which $134,000 is estimated to be unobligated. Final reports. The board approved the final reports for the following projects. Rathman Lake Watershed, Price Creek Watershed, Mosquito Creek Watershed, Hurley Creek Watershed, Rapid Creek Watershed, and Walnut Creek Watershed. The final WIRB meeting will be held on January 20, 2018 in Des Moines. The board will review and approve the final reports for 15 remaining projects as well as the final report to the Iowa Legislature. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 20, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Office of Drug Control Policy. On November 13, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Governor's Office of Drug Control Policy. Director Steve Lucan presented the office's fiscal year 2019 budget request at a status quo funding level of $228,000. Additionally, Director Lucan provided an update on the prescription drug take-back program, which is now active in more than 120 sites across Iowa, including local law enforcement centers and community pharmacies. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 20, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Veterans Home. On November 17, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Veterans Home, IVH. Commandant Timon O'Weary gave a brief update on the status of the facilities, census, staffing levels, and presented the IVH budget request for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. The Veterans Home has 502 residents as of September 30, 2017. Department Request. The IVH submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $7.2 million. There is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. 
Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 20th, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Veterans Affairs. On November 17, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Veterans Affairs. Director Joni Timeson gave updates on the department's outreach activities over the past year and presented its budget request for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. Department request. The department submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $4.1 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. The department is seeking federal funding to build additional columbariums at the cemetery due to people currently choosing cremation over casket burials. The recent internments have averaged about 500 per year. Additionally, the department is currently utilizing 14 of its 15 authorized FTE positions. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 20, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Public Health. On November 17, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Public Health, DPH. Director Gerd Claybaugh gave updates on the department's outreach activities over the past year and presented its budget request for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. Some highlights of the presentation include recent flexibility in the infectious diseases appropriation language permitted the department to utilize some funding for mosquito monitoring related to the West Nile virus and Zika virus when federal funding ended. The Office of the State Medical Examiner hired a retired physician on a temporary basis to fill its fourth and final vacant medical examiner slot. The office has now returned to a two-day turnaround period for autopsies. Due to the difficulties in hiring for this position, the director recommended that using one of the medical residency training program slots for forensic pathology may be beneficial to the state. The department received the Federal Nuclear Regulatory Commission's highest rating on a recent program evaluation, and the department continues to evaluate its budget focus through its core mission, with an emphasis on preventative public health policies. Its budget and legislative priorities for the year include supporting the governor's four-point opioid strategy, administration of childhood obesity programs and policies, technology improvements for the AMANDA professional licensing system, and continued focus on the core mission. The department submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $51.3 million. There is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Lucan named Director of Department of Veterans Affairs. The Governor has announced the appointment of Mr. Steve Lucan as the new Director of the Department of Veterans Affairs. Mr. Lucan is replacing Director Jody Timerson, who announced her retirement in October and served her last day November 17. Mr. Lucan served the past five years as the Director of the Governor's Office of Drug Control Policy. He was a member of the Iowa House of Representatives from 2003 to 2012. Mr. Lucan is a veteran of the Navy serving four years. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, 
Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Workforce Development Department. On November 20, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Department of Workforce Development. The department gave updates on the department's activities over the past year. Director Beth Townsend advised the governor that the agency's 15 field and four satellite offices provided training to approximately 64,000 Iowans in fiscal year 2017. The director also advised the governor that the agency would like to increase the number of full-time equivalent positions working on the offender reentry program. The department submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling approximately $15.6 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. The request includes the following items. Labor Services Division, $3.5 million. Workers' Compensation Division, $3.3 million. Operations Field Offices, $7.9 million. Offender Reentry Program, $287,000. One-third State Accounting System, $229,000. And Employee Misclassification Program, $430,000. The department also submitted a request for other funds appropriations totaling approximately $2.9 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2017. The request includes the following items. Field Offices Special Contingency Fund $1.8 million. Field Offices Unemployment Insurance Reserve Interest $1.1 million. And a Mid-Iowa Organizing Strategy or AMOS AMOS $100,000. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Secretary of State. On November 17, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Office of the Secretary of State of Iowa. Secretary of State Paul Pate presented the office's fiscal year 2019 budget request at a status quo funding level of approximately $3.5 million from the general fund and $120,400 from the Address Confidentiality Program Fund. Additionally, the office requested a total of $1.8 million from the Technology Reinvestment Fund, TRF, for fiscal year 2019. The total budget request is broken down as follows. Fiscal year 2019 general fund appropriation requests, $2.1 million in the area of elections slash voter registration to continue to execute cybersecurity and maintenance improvements to the iVoters system, and $1.4 million in the area of business services to begin updating and replacing outdated IT systems in order to redesign customer filing access procedures. Fiscal year 2019 other fund appropriation requests. from the Address Confidentiality Program Fund for General Operations of the Safe at Home Program for Survivors of Domestic Violence, Sexual Assault, Trafficking, Stalking, and Other Violent Crimes, and $1.8 million from the TRF to develop a request for proposal to replace the current iVoters registration system and implement updates to enable Iowans of the age of 17 
to vote in a primary election. The entire updating process is expected to last at least five years, and this request covers the down payment for fiscal year 2019 only. Secretary Pate also provided updates on the office's programs and initiatives over the last year, stating that individual business filings increased by over 20,000 applications in fiscal year 2017. Additionally, Secretary Pate stated that in December 2017, the office plans to begin a soft rollout of up to 85,000 non-operators identification cards to address the changes to voter identification pursuant to House File 516, Election Integrity Act, enacted during the 2017 legislative session. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department on Aging. On November 17, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department on Aging. Director Linda Miller gave updates on the Department's outreach activities over the past year, as well as realignment with the Department and the Department's efforts to draw down Medicaid matching funds for individuals who received Medicaid services through the Aging and Disability Resource Center. Department Request The Department's Fiscal Year 2019 budget request is summarized in an earlier Fiscal Update article. The Department submitted a Fiscal Year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $12.2 million. This is no change compared to estimated Fiscal Year 2018. The staff contact for this Fiscal Update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Transportation. On November 20, 2017, the Department of Transportation presented its fiscal year 2019 budget requests to Governor Kim Reynolds as summarized in the fiscal update article, Department Requests, Transportation, Infrastructure, and Capitals. The Department has submitted a fiscal year 2019 budget request for a total of $385.5 million. The amount includes $50.5 million from the Road Use Tax Fund, RUTF, $326.7 million from the Primary Road Fund, PRF, and $8.3 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF. Selected changes in the budget request compared to estimated fiscal year 2018 include a $910,000 increase from the RUTF and PRF to the Highway Division for increased equipment depreciation costs relating to the replacement of equipment, $242,000 from the PRF for biennial printing of transportation maps, and $1.8 million from the PRF for the renovation of the Waterloo Maintenance Garage. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Michael Guance, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-1286. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Natural Resources. Budget Hearing, Director Chuck Gipp of the Department of Natural Resources, DNR, presented budget information to Governor Kim Reynolds on November 20, 2017. The total fiscal year 2019 general fund budget request is $13.7 million. The request includes $11.3 million for operations, $1.9 million for the flood 
Plain Management Program and $500,000 for the Forestry Health Management Program. This is a status quo budget request compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. General Fund History. The general fund appropriation for operations is used primarily for state park operations. The chart that accompanies this article illustrates the general fund appropriations for operations for fiscal year 2007 through estimated fiscal year 2018. Success Stories. The DNR provided information on the following successful projects completed in fiscal year 2017. The Lake Restoration Program has completely restored 22 lakes with 21 more lakes currently in the restoration process and 15 lakes in the planning phase. The DNR has partnered with the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, Iowa State University, and the federal government to digitally map more than 30 million acres undergoing conservation practices to assist with the nutrient reduction strategy. And over 550 Iowa citizens attended one of the 18 Resource Enhancement and Protection, REAP, assemblies. Challenges. The DNR also provided information on the following challenges for fiscal year 2018. As the general fund appropriation for DNR operations decreases, funding to the state parks also decreases. Of the 68 state parks or recreation areas managed by the DNR, 24% have two or more full-time employees. 37% have one full-time employee, and 39% have less than one full-time employee. Revenues to the Fish and Wildlife Trust Fund remain stable, but expenditures for staff, equipment, boats, and vehicles continue to increase, and the future solvency of the trust fund is questionable. And the DNR owns 374,500 acres of land, which is less than 1% of the land in Iowa. The majority of the land owned is forested or highly erodible and is used for habitat development. Development instead of agricultural production. In fiscal year 2017, the DNR paid over $900,000 in property taxes on the land that was purchased with funding from the REAP Fund or the Fish and Wildlife Trust Fund. Additional information is available at the DNR website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. To view the chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Natural Resources. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Justice. Budget Hearing. On November 20, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Justice. Attorney General Tom Miller presented the Department budget request for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. Additionally, Attorney General Miller discussed his work with South Dakota on the issue of online sales tax collection. South Dakota has filed a petition for a writ of certiorari with the United States Supreme Court to overturn the current restrictions on the ability of an online retailer to collect sales tax. Department Request the department submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $15.1 million. This is an increase of $1.1 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. This increase includes $250,000 for the Office of the Attorney General, $595,000 for legal services 
poverty grants, and $300,000 for farm mediation services. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Executive Council Meeting, November 20, 2017. The Executive Council met on Monday, November 20, 2017. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. The Council unanimously approved a request by the Department of Natural Resources to enter into a five-year lease between the Department and Madison Marine Service Incorporated. The lease will expire on December 31, 2021 and requires an annual fee of $5,327. The Department of Justice Attorney General's Office requested the Council approve retention of special counsel pursuant to Iowa Code Section 13.7 regarding the University of Iowa in litigation matters relating to Title IX of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The Council unanimously agreed to hire Hush Blackwell of Kansas City, Missouri at a rate of $305 per hour. A total of approximately $47,800 was unanimously approved for payment of various requested emergency allocations. This includes a payment of approximately $8,400 requested by the Department of Public Safety to cover costs necessary to repair damage to a state patrol vehicle resulting from an accident involving a deer. And the council also unanimously approved payment of various cost items totaling approximately $67,000. This includes a payment of approximately $6,800 to Foley and Lardner LLP of Chicago, Illinois, to cover costs associated with legal advice to the Office of the Chief Information Officer, OCIO. The payment will be made using OCIO funds. Additionally, the Council also unanimously approved a payment of approximately $55,000 from the Tobacco Settlement Authority Fund. The Council will not meet on November 27, 2017. The next meeting is scheduled for December 4, 2017. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017. Iowa Workforce Development Board Meeting. The Iowa Workforce Development Board held its meeting on November 20, 2017. The board took the following actions. Tabled the consideration of the draft conflict of interest policy. Approved the establishment of a realignment standing committee which will recommend how many workforce regions the Iowa Department of Workforce Development, or IWD, will have. Approved the establishment of an offender reentry committee. The board received updates on the following programs and activities. The responsibilities of the board as specified in House File 572 Workforce Development Board Membership and Eligibility Act and the Federal Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, WIOA. Current activities of the IWA, monitoring report from the U.S. Department of Labor, Workforce Services Case Management System and Unemployment Insurance System Modernization Projects. A contract has been signed with OnPoint Technology, LLC, for the Unemployment Insurance System Modernization Project, Minority Outreach Standing Committee, and Disability Access Committee. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. 
Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21st, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Division of Banking. On November 13th, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Division of Banking within the Department of Commerce. Superintendent Ron Hansen presented the fiscal year 2019 budget request at a status quo funding level of $11.1 million as appropriated from the Commerce Revolving Fund. The division received an increase of $645,988 for fiscal year 2018 to hire four new bank examiners. The superintendent noted the division continues to attempt to address the high turnover rate associated with this employee classification in addition to the retirements of senior staff members. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Credit Union Division. On November 13, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Credit Union Division. The division is requesting a total increase of $335,000 for a total commerce revolving fund appropriation of $2.2 million. The division has an estimated need of $255,000 for the first phase of a complete mainframe system upgrade. The project is estimated to take up to three years to complete and project costs for subsequent years have not been determined. The division is also requesting an increase of $80,000 for the salary and benefits for one new full-time equivalent employee at the field examiner classification. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, November 21st, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Alcoholic Beverages Division. On November 13th, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Alcoholic Beverages Division of the Department of Commerce. Administrator Stephen Larson presented the division's fiscal year 2019 budget request at a status quo funding level of $1 million to be appropriated from the general fund. Additionally, Administrator Larson provided licensed data for corporate and independent retailers from 2014 through 2017, reviewed licensing reform efforts which began during October 2017 with public forums, and discussed the positive trend of division funds reverting back to the general fund for appropriation over the last five fiscal years. In fiscal year 2016, the division returned $105.6 million to the general fund. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, November 27, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Vocational Rehabilitation Services Division. On November 22, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Vocational Rehabilitation Services Division, IVRS, of the Department of Education. Division Administrator David Mitchell presented the budget requests for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. During the presentation, the administrator highlighted some of the activities of the IVRS over the past year, including coordinating, quote, reverse job fairs where individuals with disabilities were able to display their abilities 
to prospective employers leading to employment opportunities, working with the Future Ready Iowa Alliance to ensure that all Iowans are able to participate in the workforce and meet the needs of business partners, allocating resources to provide pre-employment transition services leading to partnerships with public schools, intermediary networks, and the Iowa Jobs for America's Graduates IJAG program, and providing vocational rehabilitation services resulting in employment to 2,080 individuals with disabilities. Department request. The Iowa Vocational Rehabilitation Services Division is requesting an increase of $107,000 to the general fund appropriation for rehabilitation services and a $107,000 reduction to the maintenance of effort line item. The division's total request for fiscal year 2019 is level funding compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. Director Mitchell noted that the IVRS has met federal maintenance of effort requirements for the past several years and has been able to draw down all federal funds at a ratio of $1 in state funding to $3.69 in federal funding. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 27, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Public Information Board. On November 17, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Public Information Board. The Public Information Board requested a small increase of $16,145 for fiscal year 2019 at a funding level of $339,343. This amount is for salary and benefits for the Attorney 2 position that the Board is seeking to fill. The individual in this position will provide in-house legal counsel to the Board. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 27, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Homeland Security and Emergency Management Department. On November 20, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Homeland Security and Emergency Management Department, HSEMD. Director Mark Schouten presented the department's fiscal year 2019 general fund status quo budget request of $2.1 million as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. During the presentation, Director Shouten highlighted some of the activities of the HSEMD, including providing $2.300 billion in Federal Emergency Management Agency FEMA support through public assistance and disaster mitigation since 2008. Work related to the 2008 flooding was completed in March 2017. Supporting state individual assistance, small business administration, and state contingency loans to Iowans affected by disasters, avoiding future loss through mitigation programs that purchase houses in flood-vulnerable areas, partnering with the Iowa Flood Mitigation Board, the Iowa Flood Center, and the Office of the Chief Information Officer, assisting hurricane-affected areas, completing the 911 consolidation study, which estimated that technologically consolidating Iowa's 113 public safety answering points, or PSAPs, to two PSAPs would save nearly $11 million over five years, and increasing capacity for the use of unmanned aerial vehicles for local and state deployment for search and rescue operations. Department request. In addition to the $2.1 million general fund request for fiscal 
fiscal year 2019, the HSEMD is requesting $400,000 from the Technology Reinvestment Fund to maintain the Emergency Medical Services Data System and $250,000 from the 911 Wireless Surcharge Fund for administration of that fund. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Alice Folk-Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764 and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 27, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Public Defense. On November 22, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Public Defense, DPD. Iowa National Guard Adjutant General Timothy E. Orr presented the department's fiscal year 2019 budget request as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. During the presentation, the general highlighted some of the activities of the Iowa National Guard over the past year, including logging 1,169 workdays responding to emergencies, including responses to Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria, forming partnerships to provide science, technology, engineering, and math, STEM, career externships connected to the National Guard's overarching career and technical education initiatives, working with rural areas to build emergency medical technician capacity, and creating and expanding a mentorship summit for professional development of Guard members. Department request. The DPD is requesting a status quo fiscal year 2019 general fund appropriation of $6.6 million. The fiscal year 2019 budget request also includes $4.5 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, for Armory and Camp Dodge infrastructure upgrades, which is an increase of $2.25 million from fiscal year 2018 RIIF funding. The RIIF request includes a facility and armory maintenance, $2 million, armory construction improvement projects, $2 million, and infrastructure upgrades at Camp Dodge, $0.5 million. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Alice Folk-Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764, and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 27, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Inspections and Appeals. On November 13, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Inspections and Appeals. The department is requesting a status quo budget for fiscal year 2019 at a funding level of $11.3 million. The department noted an initiative to streamline inspections through the use of tablets for more uniform surveying. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks-Adams. Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 28, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship. Secretary of Agriculture Bill Northey presented his budget requests 
to Governor Kim Reynolds on November 27, 2017. The Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, DALS, is requesting a general fund increase of $10.2 million for fiscal year 2019, including an increase of $5.2 million for the Water Quality Initiative, WQI. For estimated fiscal year 2018, $3 million is being funded to the WQI from the general fund and $5.2 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, an increase of $1.9 million for the Agricultural Drainage Wells Program. For estimated fiscal year 2018, $1.9 million is being funded from the RIIF, an increase of $3 million for the Renewable Fuels Infrastructure Fund. For estimated fiscal year 2018, $3 million is being funded from the RIIF and an increase of $150,000 for the Foreign Animal Disease Program. For estimated fiscal year 2018, $100,000 is being funded from the general fund. Long-term WQI funding. Secretary Northey requested continued funding to support the WQI in the next fiscal year and asked for support to identify a long-term source of funding agricultural drainage wells. Secretary Northey reported there are 16 agricultural drainage wells that need to be closed. The DALS estimated that the $1.9 million being requested for fiscal year 2019 would close five wells. Foreign Animal Disease. The additional $150,000 for the Foreign Animal Disease Program would provide support to prepare and respond to a foreign animal disease outbreak. For estimated fiscal year 2018, the DALS received a $100,000 general fund appropriation for this program, which was used to hire a new emergency management veterinarian. Additional funding would be used to work on emergency response plans, organize disease response exercises, and expand coordination efforts with animal industry partners. Additional information is available at the DALS website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 28, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Auditor of State. On November 22, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Office of the Auditor of the State of Iowa. Auditor of the State Mary Moseman presented the Office's Fiscal Year 2019 budget request at a status quo funding level of approximately $894,000 from the general fund. The budget request is intended to cover general office operation expenses, such as the conducting of non-billable audits. Auditor Moseman also provided updates on the office's programs and initiatives over the last year, stating that the office completed over 25 special investigations in fiscal year 2017, including a report on the Mason City Community School District and the Carroll County Sheriff. Additionally, Auditor Moseman discussed the development of a program informing newly elected officials of their fiduciary responsibilities. The program will utilize social media outlets such as YouTube to disseminate the information. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Judicial Branch Request, Justice System Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2019 Request. The Judicial Branch is requesting a total of $192.6 million from the General Fund, an increase of $13.8 million 
compared to estimated fiscal year 2018 as presented in the table that accompanies this article. Under Iowa Code Section 602.1301, the Judicial Branch has until December 1, 2017 to submit its budget request to the General Assembly. The Judicial Branch is requesting increases from the General Fund totaling approximately $13.8 million, including $6.8 million for full staffing of the Judicial Branch and continued operation of specialty courts, $6.5 million for technological projects and maintenance. Projects include information security and infrastructure, statewide conversion of historic paper inventory to digital storage, and online access to justice portal, and enhanced jury management software. $85,400 for a specialty court study. The purpose of the study would be to evaluate the structure and practices of the 47 existing specialty courts and $500,000 for digital audio recording equipment for 25 district associate courtrooms across the state. The recorders would be utilized when no court reporters are available to make the record. There is a court reporter shortage with 12 positions currently vacant. Vacant positions. There are 115 vacant positions in the judicial branch, including 11 judicial officers and 20 juvenile court officers. The judicial branch has eliminated 67 positions, 4% of authorized full-time equivalent positions, from clerk of district court offices. The fiscal year 2019 budget request does not include funding for those 67 eliminated positions. The following additional information can be found on the Legislative Services Agency webpage. Appropriation Tracking, Department Web Pages, Budget Unit Briefs, Fiscal Update Article, Fiscal Year 2018 Judicial Branch Operating Budget. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509 and Alice Folk Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 29, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Office of the Chief Information Officer. On November 22, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Office of the Chief Information Officer. Chief Information Officer Robert Von Wolfrad presented the office's fiscal year 2019 budget request of $12.7 million from the Technology Reinvestment Fund, TRF. The TRF is the primary source of Enterprise Information Technology, or IT, capital investment and innovation, and the budget request is expected to fund various initiatives, including implementing cybersecurity strategies, consolidating all state data centers, establishing various innovation grants, managing statewide encryption and other IT services, and working towards a paperless government. Officer Van Wolfrad also presented information regarding the office's ongoing efforts through state government and the public sector, stating that the office's cyber operations team continues to make cybersecurity a priority, having successfully eliminated over 1,800 cyber attack incidents in fiscal year 2017. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 29, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Utilities Board. On November 22, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Utilities Board. The board is requesting $8.6 million for fiscal year 2019, which is a decrease in funding of $480,000 
compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. This decrease is due to one-time risk assessment funding in fiscal year 2018. The board receives additional funding from the following sources. Iowa Insurance Division and Office of the Consumer Advocate shares of accounting functions performed by the Iowa Utilities Board in the amount of $120,000. Federal Department of Transportation Pipeline Safety Administration grants for safety inspections in the amount of $800,000. The pipeline mileage fee as authorized for collection in Code Section 479A.7 the board expects to collect $100,000 from this fee and civil penalties assessed estimated to collect $5,000 in revenue. Additional information can be found on the Iowa Utilities Board website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 29, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Public Employees Retirement System. On November 22, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Public Employees Retirement System, or IPERS. Chief Executive Officer Donna Mueller presented IPERS fiscal year 2019 budget request at a status quo funding level of approximately $18 million from the IPERS Trust Fund. The budget request is intended to cover general administrative expenses, including a pension administration upgrade that is expected to be completed by July 1, 2018. IPERS Updates. CEO Mueller provided updates on the offices, programs, and initiatives over the last year, stating that over 11,000 pre-retirement counseling sessions were completed in fiscal year 2017. Additionally, over 6,000 new retirees were welcomed into the retirement system. CEO Mueller stated that over 117,000 retirees were paid a total of $2 million in benefits in fiscal year 2017 with 85% or $1.7 million of these benefits paid directly to Iowans. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 29, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Department of Education. On November 28, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Department of Education. Department Director Ryan Wise presented the budget request for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. During the presentation, the director highlighted four areas of focus for the department, including Early Literacy Initiative, ELI. The number of students reaching benchmark literacy skills has increased by nearly 14,000 since the 2015-2016 school year. The department is requesting a $300,000 increase for the Iowa Reading Research Center in order to create a blueprint of best practices to continue to support the ELI. Teacher Leadership and Compensation, or TLC, the state is now in the second year of full implementation of the TLC program. Districts across the state are seeing an increase in teacher retention and districts are meeting internally set goals. Future Ready Iowa, FRI. The department is working with districts and community colleges to reduce the need for remediation and developmental education at the community college level. The department is also working to support the implementation of the new career and technical education, CTE, system and computer science, CS. The department is requesting $500,000 for the computer science professional development 
Development Fund, which was established by Senate File 274, Fiscal Year 2017 Computer Sciences Act, as well as $125,000 for department administration so that the department can hire a computer science support staff member. The department is also requesting $500,000 for the Iowa Learning Online System so that new computer science courses can be created. Other department requests. The department is also requesting $8 million for the implementation of the new statewide assessment, $180,000 for the course management system used by community colleges, and $100,000 to create a public relations campaign regarding teaching in Iowa. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garretts, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 29, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Communications Network. On November 22, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Communications Network, ICN. Acting Director Philip Groner stated that the ICN does not have a budget request for fiscal year 2019. The ICN receives its operational funding through billing for services it provides to the state, educational institutions, and the healthcare industry, as well as to public safety departments through the management of landline and wireless 911 networks. Acting Director Groner also provided updates on the office's programs and initiatives over the last year, stating that the ICN reduced internet rate costs to educational institutions by over $800,000 in fiscal year 2017. Additionally, the ICN has implemented a 10% reduction in internet rates across state government and continues to partner with the Office of the Chief Information Officer, the Department of Public Safety, the Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management, Iowa State University, and the Iowa Army National Guard to provide cybersecurity services across the state. The Staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 29, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing Department for the Blind. On November 29, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department for the Blind. Director Emily Wharton noted that the department is requesting status quo funding for fiscal year 2019. She highlighted the importance of maintaining that funding in order to meet the maintenance of effort, MOE, requirement for federal funding. Approximately 87% of the department's annual general fund appropriation matches federal vocational rehabilitation funding at a ratio of 21 to 79. The state must spend an equal amount to or greater than the amount spent the second previous year in order to meet the MOE requirement or risk the imposition of a penalty by the federal government. Department Restructuring Director Wharton noted that the department is undergoing a major restructuring with the elimination of 10 positions in non-essential areas to make room for new positions to meet 21st century needs. The director also discussed the department's commitment to transparency, community involvement, and innovative program design. Workforce Considerations Director Wharton presented information on the net benefit to the community of paying for services to help blind people find and keep employment. The director also noted examples of the need to educate employers about the ability of blind people to participate in the workforce. 
Governor Reynolds thanked Director Wharton and the department for participating in the Future Ready Iowa Initiative. Department of Management Director David Roderer asked whether there were still problems with the ability of state job application systems to handle Braille job applications. Director Wharton said the systems are now working well. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 29, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Board of Regents Institutions. On November 28, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Board of Regents Institutions. Board President Michael Richards briefly discussed the overall budget requests from the institutions for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. State Universities, Presidents Bruce Harold of the University of Iowa, UI, Mark Nook of the University of Northern Iowa, UNI, and Wendy Winterstein of Iowa State University, ISU, presented information on their fiscal year 2019 requests. Each university is requesting status quo operational funding as well as a new appropriation for resident undergraduate financial aid. Both the UI and ISU are requesting $5 million each for this purpose and the UNI is requesting $2 million. The presidents also highlighted their requests for capital funding. Special schools. Superintendent Steve Gettle presented information on the fiscal year 2019 request for the Iowa School for the Deaf and Iowa Educational Services for the Blind and Visually Impaired. The request includes an increase of 4% and a new appropriation of $245,000 for the Northeast Regional Academy for Blind and Deaf Students in Charles City, Iowa. The Academy has been operating on a three-year grant through the Department of Education that expires at the end of fiscal year 2018. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 30, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Finance Authority. On November 28, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Finance Authority. The authority reviewed the demand for its products and services. The authority submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for a general fund appropriation of $658,000 for the rent subsidy program. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 30th, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Law Enforcement Academy. On November 29th, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILEA. Director Judy Bradshaw presented the department's fiscal year 2019 general fund status quo budget request of $1 million as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. During the presentation, Director Bradshaw highlighted some of the accomplishments of the ILEA during the previous year, including... Training during fiscal year 2017 was at an all-time high with 11,173 peace officers, reserve officers, jail personnel, and telecommunicators being trained in basic and specialty schools. Crisis intervention training and additional mental health training has been added to basic academy training. Training in the area of human trafficking has been expanded with three-day, quote, train the trainer, 
sessions held for law enforcement personnel and other service provider groups and one-day investigation training for officers. All paper files have been converted to an electronic filing system. An automatic scheduling calendar for basic academy and specialty school classes has been implemented, and a policy and procedures manual was developed for all ILEA staff. Department request. In addition to the $1 million general fund request for fiscal year 2019, the ILEA is requesting $10 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, for the study and design of a new facility, possibly a multi-agency public safety training facility. Former Governor Terry Branstad had recommended an appropriation of $5 million from the RIIF fund for fiscal year 2019 for this purpose. The ILEA is also requesting one additional full-time equivalent, FTE, position to provide training in several areas, including Blue Courage slash Officer Resilience, Crisis Intervention and Mental Health Training, Community Outreach and Executive Leadership, and Technology Training slash Computer Training. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Alice Falk-Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764, and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 30th, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Public Safety. On November 28, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Public Safety, DPS. Commissioner Roxanne Ryan presented the department's fiscal year 2019 general fund status quo budget request of $100.1 million as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. This request includes $5 million, no change from the amount appropriated by the fiscal year 2018 Standing Appropriations Act for the state of Iowa Peace Officers Retirement Accident and Disability System. During the presentation, Commissioner Ryan highlighted some of the activities of the DPS including promoting highway safety through different initiatives, including a summit on drowsy driving, making progress on the Iowa Statewide Interoperable Communications System, ISICS, which is expected to be operational in calendar year 2018, training over 200 law enforcement LE officers, receiving over 60 tips from local LE departments, and focusing on intelligent gathering through the Human Trafficking Office, and participating in special events such as the Iowa State Fair, RAGBRA, and the Solheim Cup, which was held in West Des Moines in 2017. Challenges that the DPS has faced include implementing the legislative legalization fireworks usage in Iowa in a short amount of time, an increase of 854% in the number of cyber tips received in the last year, methamphetamine usage continuing to be the main drug problem in Iowa with purity levels in the 90th percentile, while marijuana trafficking is trending upwards and opioid usage is also increasing, and an emerging trend of death investigations increasing in both the number and complexity with cases often involving multiple victims and or multiple offenders. Department request. In addition to the $100.1 million general fund request for fiscal year 2019, the DPS is requesting $10.2 million from the Gaming Enforcement Revolving Fund. This is $1.1 million less than the fiscal year 2018 appropriation due to fiscal year 2017 one-time funding for gaming enforcement 
special agent radios. $4.1 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, for the fourth year of the ISICS lease payment. $740,000 from the RIIF for replacement of electronic control devices, tasers. $125,000 from the Technology Reinvestment Fund, TRF, for crime scene processing equipment to be used by the Division of Criminal Investigations Crime Laboratory. And $860,000 from the TRF to replace radios used by DPS investigators. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Alice Folk Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764, and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 30, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Human Services. On November 28, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Human Services. Director Jerry Foxhoven gave an update on the department's activities and achievements in fulfilling its mission of helping Iowans achieve healthy, safe, stable, and self-sufficient lives through the programs and services provided by the department. Department request. The department's fiscal year 2019 budget request is summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. The department submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $1.790 billion. This is an increase of $98.7 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. The increase is mainly for the Medicaid program. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 30th, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Administrative Services. On November 28th, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Administrative Services, DAS. Director Janet Phipps presented the Department's Fiscal Year 2019 budget request at a funding level of $7.2 million from the General Fund, an increase of $800,000 compared to estimated Fiscal Year 2018. The funding increase is intended to cover rising utility costs such as electricity and natural gas on the capital complex. The total budget request can be broken down as follows. Department of Administrative Services Fiscal Year 2019 Budget Request Line Item Operations Fiscal Year 2019 Request $3,629,496 Line Item Utilities Fiscal Year 2019 Request $3,163,102 and Terrace Hill Line Item Fiscal Year 2019 Request $386,660 for a total of $7,179,258. Director Phipps also stated that DAS is projecting a $450,000 shortfall in appropriated utilities funds for fiscal year 2018. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 30, 2017. Governor's Budget Hearing, Civil Rights Commission. 
On November 29, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Civil Rights Commission, CRC. Director Kristen Johnson presented the department's fiscal year 2019 general fund status quo budget request of $1.2 million as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. During the presentation, Director Johnson discussed the following items. Funding from the state general fund has declined since fiscal year 2009. The CRC is currently operating with 23 staff positions out of 30 full-time equivalent FTE positions due to funding and staff turnover. During fiscal year 2017, the office experienced approximately one-third of the staff turning over. Collective bargaining changes have enabled Director Johnson to make some non-monetary incentives based on performance. Staff vacancies and turnover have led to a decrease in the number of cases being closed due to the decreased ability to investigate them. Since federal funding to the commission is based upon the number of cases closed, this has led to a decrease in federal funding. There was a slight increase in complaints being made to the CRC during fiscal year 2017. This trend is continuing in fiscal year 2018. The majority of complaints are related to disability, race, retaliation, and sex discrimination or harassment. Given the staffing challenges and increase in complaints, the inventory of complaint investigations has been increasing, and the commission held its fifth annual, quote, Be the Change symposium and had a booth at the Iowa State Fair for community outreach. Department requests, the CRC is not requesting any additional funds beyond the $1.2 million general fund appropriation. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Alice Folk-Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764, and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, November 30, 2017, Governor's Budget Hearing, Board of Parole. On November 29, 2017, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Board of Parole, BOP. Board of Parole Chairperson John Hodges presented the board budget request for fiscal year 2019 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. Chairperson Hodges highlighted the following items. The Board of Parole conducted 12,200 reviews in fiscal year 2017. The number of reviews conducted annually by the board has steadily increased since fiscal year 2014. In fiscal year 2018, Chairperson Hodges estimates the board could conduct as many as 12,500 reviews. The board has worked with the Department of Corrections to develop a statewide standardized process for revocation hearings. As a result, the average stay in jail prior to a BOP hearing has been reduced from 40 days to 24 days. In fiscal year 2017, this decrease in the average length of stay in jail resulted in a 41% reduction in county confinement costs from fiscal year 2016. The board is planning for the development of an Iowa Corrections Offender Network, ICON, communication and clemency module. The module would allow for the digital submission, management, transmission, and storage of applications. And the board is working on the digitization of existing paper offender files. There are approximately 11,300 files that must still be digitized and entered into ICON. 
Budget request. The board submitted a fiscal year 2019 request for general fund appropriations totaling $1.2 million. This is no increase compared to estimated fiscal year 2018. Additionally, the board is requesting $160,000 from the Technology Reinvestment Fund for BOP technology projects. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509 and Alice Folk-Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764.